Warning, the following show features constructive opinions performed either by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. The views expressed are ours and may differ from views of any other entity. Accordingly, the Tim Zabriskie Show and the producers must insist that no one recreate or reenact any conversation or activity performed on the show. When you listen to the show, do you find yourself agreeing with the boys? Or do you think Tim is full of shit? Well, let them know how you really feel and participate in the live shows. Follow the Tim Zabriskie Show by searching at Timmy Zabriskie on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And fully interact by liking, commenting, and even calling into the hotline. Don't be afraid to make your voice heard. Share this podcast. Bill, every time. Every time, it looks horrible. <laughs> Look at that. Ah, they stapled a cigarette to his head, Phil. And now he's going to be on TNT Dynamite, Phil. Yes, Timmy, he is. Timmy. Ah, he's smoking. Wow. Isn't that hilarious? Brisky here, back at it again with the brand new video. You know what would help this video, Phil? You want What's to know what would Tim? help? If I What's actually that, turn on my studio lights, am I right? Uh, <laughs> I was like, wow, you're pretty bright there, Tim. Everything looks colorful. Looks like a unicorn exploding. Looking fantastic. Beyond ringside, thank you for giving us a share. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am Tim Zabriskie, back at it again with the brand new vid. As always with me, the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, the incomparable, the uh, the gallant, the, uh, um, I, I don't even know what to call him, but except for the president of wrestling, Mr. Phil Stamper. Now, I was sitting here, sitting here like this for a long time waiting for you to turn the camera, and I just kept going <laughs> and going. I'm sorry. Go- gallant? Gallant. Gallant. I will accept gallant, sir. Hashtag gallant. I will accept it. Hashtag. <laughs> I don't know what's with my... I've been in, like, full country twang mode today, yes. and I really don't know why. So you're gallant, is what you're saying. I'm gallant. You're gallant. Gallant. <laughs> right. I love it. So for each and every one of you that have never been here before, um, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, what we do here on the channel here for this podcast is we, um, Phil and I, we go through all of the different cards of the upcoming pay-per-views for All Elite Wrestling as well as for the big guys, WWE. Like right now, we are doing WWE Hell in a Cell. And what we do is we call our predictions for each and every one of the winners, and then we take that information and we... Um, as the show is happening, we we compete. We compete is the word I was looking for there, Phil. And um, and what we do is we go over the rankings now, based off of the um the last um podcast that we did here. We had two different bets. It was eight to six, and not only did Phil win Clash of the Champions, we also had an individual bet for um who was going to win the King of the Ring, whether it was going to be Baron Corbin or um what what's that other 
Gable? Chad Gable. Chad Gable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went with Chad Gable because I thought that they were going to go with him, but um, Phil won that one as well. So he tied everything up eight to eight. So, Phil, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So it looks like we got a game in, in what, like 12 more pay per views for the end of the year, which is. At least. (laughs) It's crazy. Phil, it's absolutely nuts. And it's going to get nuts, even more nuts, as we have the rest of our conversation this evening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Wait, um, so much is happening, Tim. It's it's premiere week. It's premiere week. It is. Premiere week. It's insane, Phil. The whole thing is that is that uh, there's all these different wrestling shows that are happening tonight. NXT versus All Elite Wrestling for their Wednesday Night Dynamite pay-per-view debuting tonight. Phil, it's 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 incredible. Now, um. It's, it's- human jumping off of three three steps into a, a toaster oven <laughs> so but, be- but before we get started everybody if you could do us all a favor and hit that like button hit that subscribe button uh, make sure you follow the page also follow us on the youtube channel youtube.com slash timmy z4674 just look for the tim's risky show and we will pop right up as well there we do do video games and everything like that too and uh the phone lines are open there too, Phil. 518-350-4312. So if you're so inclined to do so, if you have any opinions on any of the shows that are happening tonight, give us a shout. Once again, it's 518-350-4312. And Mr. Uh, President of Wrestling, what do we have going on in the world of wrestling right about meow? What about meow? So tonight, of course, we are talking about it's Wednesday, October 2nd when we record this Uh and we're live, Tim. We are live. live. We are so oh. live right now, you'd have no Tonight idea. Tonight is the premiere episode of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite and the second episode of NXT on the USA Network. Uh, we also have this weekend, Tim. What's happening this weekend, Philly? Tim. It's hail in a sail, Tim. It's hail in a sail, Phil. Hail in a sail. What's going to happen inside of that sail? Uh, well... Tim, we have a slight dilemma. What's you the know, dilemma? WWE, multi-billion dollar corporation. Not the first time at, at plate when they um getting ready for a pay-per-view. Right. With the legacy. The legacy. The, repu- the reputation. Are you talking about Ted DiBiase, Cody uh, Rhodes, uh, and uh, Randy Orton? Legacy? No, I'm talking about Hell in a Cell, Tim. Hell in a Cell, Tim. Hell in a Cell, Tim. Um, <laughs> t- Tim, th- th- there's only three matches announced for Sunday. How are they going to do that, Phil? Wow. I, so, I mean, there, there's a, a pretty good speculation out there about what about what else is going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to say, I don't know how we do this. Maybe, maybe we do a half point bet um, on the first the first half point. We're doing a half point already? Wow. No, no, not, not I'm messing this up. I'm already messing this up. All right, what are you three doing? Announced matches. There's three announced matches. Typically, Half Tim and point. I, we put a little bit of a wager yeah. on on who's gonna win, who's gonna lose. Maybe some extra points on. No, like, I'm gonna turn off this light behind me. Keep keep going. All right. all right, and then we total all of that together, and then one of us win the pay per view. Um, so since there's only been three matches announced, what my proposal is, Tim, maybe do you want to go through the official three matches? And then discuss what's rumored and make the the rumored ones a separate full point and the three that are announced a separate full point. Uh, I don't know how you want to do this. It's weird, Phil. It is weird, It's Tim. a numbers game, Phil. 
As a guy that works in sales, all right, where's the ratio? Or do we half? Do we half it? So like the the full point that we would normally get for one full regular pay per view, we split it three and rumored half points. Uh, That's what I was talking half points. I guess Victor. I guess Victor here wants a shout out. Victor, congrats on uh, being uh, a cancer survivor. Yeah, cancer free since uh, for over a year. Congratulations. Um, Yeah, ECW was good too. Yeah, obviously, I'm wearing the shirt. All right, continue, Phil. Continue with what you were saying there. Let's but, get Victor out of the way right. with this. So if if typically we do a whole pay-per-view and one of us gets a full point, do we split this in half? So the three announced matches, we pick winners. Whoever wins gets a half point towards that, towards our overall annual goal. And right. then for the rumored matches, um, there's another half point that we get out of that. Or do we do full point, full point out of the two different batches of things? Or just screw it and talk about the three do a full point. I think we should just matches. do the full point for the three matches, and then uh, what other rumors that you have, we'll uh, we'll just discuss it. We'll just discuss it. Awesome. Let's start. There's got to be a winner, Phil. There's got to be a and winner. And we can't, team. we can't, we can't be messing around with our points by uh, I don't know, right. like, because I'm, like, gonna, I'm, I'm with gonna be matches that could happen or not. What are you booking this in fucking Saudi Arabia with? Uh, oh, we want the Yokozuna to come back, managed by Bobby Heenan. And uh, <laughs> facing the ultimate warrior, yeah, and yeah. face it, have him face the, um, never faced, uh, yeah, the ultimate warrior coming out with Paul Bear, right? Because we're Saudi Arabia, and here's a billion dollars. All right, we're not that. We don't have that budget, Phil. That's let's, why we can't b- book matches like this. Let's do it, Tim. Let's let's do it. <laughs> All right, Phil. <laughs> well, this is gonna I be. Think, I think you and I podcast. Have, we really I underestimated think, this whole thing, but there's only three fucking matches on it. You know? Right. <laughs> I mean, and I guess there's a lot going on with WWE, and of course, yeah, we'll Fox talk about Friday. everything else going on too. Yeah, right. Friday, of course, will be the debut of SmackDown on Fox. We'll talk more about that later. And maybe they're trying to entice people to watch SmackDown to find out the rest of the pay-per-view that's happening on Sunday. Damn, <laughs> where, Phil? It is happening Sunday on the WWE Network, live from the Golden One Center. In Sacramento, California. <laughs> is that on the World Wide Web, Phil? It is on the World Wide Web, Is Tim. that at www.wwenetwork.com? It is, Tim. Or go to www.com and click on the banner for the network. Oh, okay. Well, wow. See wow. how that easy is? <laughs> See how that easy is? Wow, Phil. Uh, <laughs> I, total, I went a little Appalachian there, and I, I couldn't come back, Tim. Nice, Brian. Brian was <laughs> just at the ECW Arena on Sunday. Oh, Brian was. Um, he was part of the New Japan experience as it came. Wow, um, my cool. understanding is Brian, I don't know if he ran the production crew. I knew he was certainly Oh, that's was awesome. Brian, what do you think of it. our production here for this little live stream we got going on? Yeah? Can we get two Look, thumbs up? Light. Two thumbs up and LED but lights? As, as he's going to respond, because you know it'll take a minute for him to respond, let's go ahead and talk about what's he's gonna happening. Say, he's going to say, Sweet. yeah, it looks visually great, but that, uh, that piece of shit in the ECW shirt needs to take it home. That's what he's going to say. Yeah, well... Yeah, I mean, really. Wow. Tim, truth, truth. Um, Speaking of home, Phil, do you want to tell the people what I did in the past month? <laughs> Tim bought a home. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to make it laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe the tragic depression and anxiety sound. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Phil, <laughs> we've, I, I think in the past month, no shit. I think I've spent... I think I've spent... Forty thousand dollars on everything. That's it. That's it. <laughs> like, like, 
closing costs and more money we've had to put in so far and we're not even done we're not even moved in phil this is the same studio that we've been in this whole time in, in the uh in the apartment the i actually thought i was gonna see timmy in a new room yeah in a different setup already but what's sweet though about buying your own home phil is that i can make a le- like my own studio so i'm gonna get like soundproof walls these led lights will be in like the middle of the wall and stuff it's gonna be pretty gnarly I'm going to love it so hard. Brian, the call-in number is 518-350-4312. That's 518-350-4312. Not just for Brian, for anybody else who'd like to call in. Tim! Yeah, Brian, and if you're going to call in the live wire, you got to be prepared. (laughs) (laughs) For the love of heaven. Uh, Tim, would you like to talk about our first, we can spread it out. How about we talk See, about See, that's match? what I was doing, Phil, was I was spreading this whole thing out because we only have three matches to go. Well, so that's why I was. We have the rumored ones. Yeah. So we could, we have time. We have, we have space and time and things and stuff. And I have, I have things that I'm sure you're <laughs> going to ask me about later before I get my head caved in with a baseball bat. Um, oh, wow. Wow. Well, you know, like a Sammy, fun time. Life in Sammy Callahan happens. Um, let's talk about Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. And the returning Luke Harper. Thank God. I, you know, you know what they, what happened here. Oh, we got a, we got a call coming in already. I hear, I hear music. Hi, you're on Livewire. <laughs> hey guys, it's Kanabrowski. How are you? Hi. Hey, how are you? What, what's going Fired. on? Still recovering. Still recovering. You had, so you had a very long weekend. Very long, exhausting weekend. So um, you were doing production for uh, New Japan. Production and logistics, yes. Very cool. So we, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Boston, Hammerstein, and ECW Arena. Fun fact. Crazy. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Fun fact was that uh, I used to work for the Hammerstein. I was in their sales department over there. In fact, I was. I'm sorry. I was, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. There's a reason why I said I used to be. Wow. No, but um, it, it was. But I was a part of the whole Ring of Honor coming back situation that and they had I, there. Like I was, uh, I was like I kind of helped. I didn't, you know, come up with numbers to, for any of that, but I I typed the numbers if you get what I'm saying. And and Brian, I don't know how much you want me to discuss or share. Um, I'll go until you stop me. Um, uh. Brian is also I don't know if I don't know if I'm using the right terminology if you are the promoter the owner of of PWX in North Carolina as oh, well. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Very cool. Promoter, owner, COO, whatever you want to call it. The the man? Should we uh, go with that? The the boss is the, as the other guys <laughs> call me just boss. Oh, so you're Sasha. Um No. Now if you don't get your way, <laughs> if you don't get your way, do you start Laying on the ground in the dressing room, kicking and screaming. <laughs> Allegedly, no. The face, the face turned, the face turns red, and then I pout. Oh, okay. And then you, <laughs> then you pull off your, uh, you pull off your red wig, and as a blue one, or it's that's the, yeah. The hair color changes from you know with gray to without gray. Ah, that type of deal. That's that's fun. fair. Because I in like the, the, the I like color change. In the wrestling business, you either go gray or go bald. That's true. That is legit. Well, Phil's Phil's both. Look at him. <laughs> That's funny. So, but Phil- no, it was it was a it was a great weekend. I mean, we had a we had a blast. I mean, you know, two hours worth of sleep and you know, driving three hours in between venues is absolutely yeah. phenomenal. 
Did you have but a no, lot of free, interaction with free, the boys and everything? Oh yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> we're uh, we also did the New Beginnings tour, where we had the visa issues in Charlotte and Nashville. So we did that one for them. Cool. And then uh, and then the three the three in the Northeast, and then we'll see where it goes from here. I've got a full schedule for 2020. So oh, that's awesome. And and there was a little yeah. bit of, of controversy over the weekend um with the new york location i don't know if you want to talk much about that or say anything about yeah that. i want to hear about this <laughs> there was um i will refer people to the pw insider uh article and i'll leave it at that does this have to do with the hammer sign is that what this is uh, I, again, we'll refer everybody <laughs> ah. to the uh, PW Insider issue yes. uh, or article on it. Um, it was just, it was crazy. Um, let's put it to you this way. Um, if you're familiar with New York, yes. Uh, what is it? 35th Street is where the dock is. Yep. And then you've got, what is it, 8th Avenue below it? Yeah, it's, right? seven, it's between 7th and 8th, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, you ever taken an ambulance down the bike lane going the wrong direction on 8th? Um, oh. No, but it sounds like a one hell of a time. <laughs> well, I have. Oh, no. Oh, so shit. It was, yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, we got it handled. Um, our production team, you know, handled production, you know, a uh, little bit of the logistics, not much, just kind of liaison to them for the production side. Um, our, you know, our, along with high spots, we use that, we use high spots for our rings. So they, you know, helped us out, had high spots for the ring and kind of put everything together for them. And then they, they keep all of their East coast stuff with us, uh, wow. when they're not. Yeah. So, uh, there's a lot of stuff in the works. I'm very, very excited. Great. Um, looking already, already working on 2020. So I'm already past, uh, I got the expense report done today, so that's literally <laughs> where I'm at. So, and, and then immediately I'm working on 2020 for both PWX and some uh, assisting of New Japan. I'll leave it. I'll, I'll word it like that. So that's awesome. Um, it's full schedule, man. I think I'm working on 52 shows next year mm-hmm. if you combine both companies. So because you also have as part of PWX a, a sort of a combined entity, but sort of standing alone is the PWX Pure brand, which is uh, giving opportunities to additional independent wrestling talents um, to give them a showcase to shine um, where they might, I don't say they won't typically, but giving them that extra opportunity um, in addition to your regular PWX shows as well. Yeah, it's, uh, so we have, um, what is it, 3,500 square foot in Charlotte, um, six figures worth of production. Uh, it's as close as you can get to an old NWA set as possible, um, which also a lot of our guys were down there Monday, Tuesday. Um, oh, cool. Caleb Conley and some of the other mm-hmm. guys were assisting with that. Um, so it's we had a split crew. So, you know, half of us went to the Northeast and the other half went to Atlanta helping. And I wouldn't say my crew, but maybe, you know, High Spots and then High Spots trainees and helped. Uh, they, we, we were all over the map when it comes to what we're working on, uh, both at high spots and at PWX now. Um, but yeah, so we have, 
you know, we, we bring in guys and we try and use people who have less than five years with PWX Pure. And you'll have to forgive the noise. <clears throat> I'm, I'm still at the, the regular job for a few more hours. So, but, um, it's been, uh, it's been fun. Uh, I was blessed with a nice building with, a, with, and uh, a lot of nice stuff came with it. Um, so we're using pure there. So we're doing 12 to 16 there. Plus we, you know, do private events and birthday parties and, uh, other promotions use it. Um, like Queens of Combat will be there on the 19th of October, and then we're running the day after on the 20th with Pure, plus then our traveling shows. So it's nice. uh, yeah, you we'll have a be very well very steady hectic schedule. Yeah, but all right, bud, we're yeah, gonna let be... you go though. Yeah, I got. I let you get enough <laughs> fucking plug in there. All right. <laughs> I'm having a good. We're proud of you, Brian. You're making I'm... money in the business. We get it. All right. <laughs> I'm having I'm having fun, man. You got to have fun when you stay busy. Here's one for you. That's, here's I one hear for you. you. No, we're, have, we're having fun, but, you know. <laughs> well, I know. You got to get back to If I give show, you five more seconds to plug, you got to start paying me, all right? That's how this, that's <laughs> uh, how this works. Well, I'm so. going to leave you with this. Any information anyone needs is at pwxpro.com. All right, get out of here. You could book us. <laughs> Up. Yeah. Oh saying. no, he's already off the the phone. Uh, Damn it! Damn! <laughs> Did I ruin that? Is this what happens, Phil? Any ch- up any opportunity we have to make money, I ruin it. You did how you ruined the opportunity to sell your Ric Flair video, and instead <laughs> wow. you were like, "Get away, Brian! I don't need to talk to you, uh, wrestling." What is wrong? With listen, you? listen. All right, he engagement, Tim. I yeah, I get that, but at the same time, he really was taking. He was really getting getting really let, into it. Let him there, though, Tim. You were the one who was like, "We need to kill time," because WWE's only announced three matches for I, Sunday. I understand. All right, but matches, but I mean, Tim. I mean, come on. How long was he gonna? How long was he gonna go for? Somebody else just called, and then they hung up. If you want to call back, go right ahead. Link, like. All sorts of things off of what? Okay, we're good. Totally good. Tim. Did I just talk my way out of a sale, Phil? Is that what you're telling me? I did. No wonder you don't work for Hammerstein Ballroom (laughs) anymore. Hi, you're on the air. And he hangs up again. It was the same phone number. Well, you can't hear us now? 518-350-4312 if you want to call in. (laughs) You only get 30 seconds of self-promotion on this this channel, Phil. Everybody knows that. Tim wins everything. <laughs> Actually, true story at my job, <laughs> the hashtag that people use is uh, hashtag Tim never wins, uh, which is another reason why I'm out of the wrestling business, Phil, because... Woo! <laughs> All right, Phil, do you want to start talking about some of these matches now? You know, I guess we. Did you hear? You see, Ryan, he wrote, Don't cut me off and ask for a job in the same sentence. There you go. Yes. All right. And I guess to be clear. Are you there? Hold on. I guess to be clear, Tim was cutting you off and I was asking for the job. Phil was asking for the job. Are you on the phone? The 606 number just keeps calling and they keep hanging up. You get one more time to call, otherwise, I'm not answering for you anymore. All right? If if you're going to come on Livewire. You got to be prepared. <laughs> don't be nervous. Don't uh, be nervous. <laughs> exactly. Damn, don't, don't be nervous. All right. 
Phil. Oh, why you should be nervous? Why? Oh, wait a minute. If my phone will do what I'm trying to get it to do at the same time. Oh, because yeah. I am the draw. See? Oh. See? <laughs> oh. Sammy's what is a, happening? Yeah, Sammy's the draw. What do you want? He oh. said it. I, I'm just repeating the quote. He's the... <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, now Brian Brian took everything that we said personally. Oh, oh I love him. Brian. I love Brian right now. Brian. I, Brian and I understand it. Yes. I understand. Yes. Brian, I, I didn't mean, did okay. I, if I hurt his feelings, <laughs> did I, is that what this is coming down to? I hurt that guy's feelings because, because he promoted himself for three minutes straight. And I was just like, okay. And I was feeding him, Tim. Like, <laughs> he didn't, he, no, said, no, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about when you were engaging him on what he was doing. That was fine. But then when he's, uh, He's going, he went into business for himself. For like, he was giving himself a self speech. I am sick of being disrespected. Now I hurt the guy's feelings, Phil. Now I'm really never getting back into the wrestling business. <laughs> uh, Tim. Timothy. This is, why, this is why I work sales now. Mr. Zabriskie. Would you like to talk about Hell in a Cell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Hell in a Cell. Phil. For the love of God. Um, <laughs> Brian, I'm sorry if I offended you. Okay, good, good. I'm mortified. Good. Um, Daniel it's all Bryan in fun. It's all in fun, all right? It's real, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know I took it too far. You know why? It's because that uh, that my medicine. Uh, there you go. Brian, I'm a promoter, a real promoter. I don't have feelings. Yeah. No, it's good. That medicine I took is starting to kick in. So that's what. Uh... I don't want the money. <laughs> How obsessive you... are you that you have a whole fucking I, sound bar I with all may... of Sammy's things? I may have, in, a, in, in my attempt to prepare for uh, my, what's going to become my lifelong rivalry with Sammy Callahan. Um, I may have gone a little too far, Tim. Yeah. And and cut you've, a lot of different promos from the last ten years. It's almost Sam as if you've tried to uh to just become Sammy Callahan a little bit. The wig's in the bag already, Tim. Yeah. The wigs. Yeah. When um, do you leave? Six in the morning? Yeah. That's crazy. Bright and early. Yeah. Flying to Des Moines, Iowa Des Moines, for Wrestling Iowa. Revolver. You can follow Wrestling Revolver on all social media platforms at PW Revolver. Yes. That's a plug, Tim. Yeah, that was a fantastic plug. Now, did you talk about how great you are at the same time? I am amazing, Tim. <laughs> I am quite amazing. Gosh. That's why I run Wrestling Revolver, and nobody realized it, and they thought it was Tim Timmy Callahan. Yeah, they Sam thought it was Timmy Callahan. Callahan. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. I'm not from, even from like, Callahan I'm Auto Parts? Is that... There you go. There you go. How come you. I'm not even. Why like, haven't oh. you done any, of, any sort of stuff with that? Like, why haven't you added. Callahan Auto Parts. Because that's that's where his name came from. Like, legitimate. Like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> Cannonball Callahan. Callahan. Oh, jeez. I'm yeah. the worst. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I thought that was his <laughs> real name. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Okay. And like I also life? thought that Kane and The Undertaker were brothers up until, like, two days ago. And their, and their father was Paul Bear. And there were two Undertakers? 
two of and them. And the, the second one replaced the first one. Just like the second um, Ultimate Warrior replaced the first one. Right. Yeah. Right. What's that My first life. match, Phil? <laughs> For the love of God, what happened? Uh, uh, the first match is Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan <laughs> and Luke, Luke Harper. I know they haven't announced other matches yet, so I'm really just like, this is the opener of the card. <laughs> I feel like I'm part of the Gary Shandling show right now, and like just now the opening sequence has started as we're ending the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You see what that sign says? It says applesauce. No, it says applause. Come on, Phil. Gary Shandling. There. I'm, well, I'm there. Uh. I'm not a professional athlete. Hello. <laughs> this person is a jackass because they keep calling. Phil. All right. Then don't answer that number anymore, Tim. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. So, Tim, yeah. in this match of uh, – even when we talked about SummerSlam, we talked about how Eric Rowan um, was alleged at the time to have attacked Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. um, there were all sorts of things about how there was a redheaded, long-bearded twin um, or a lookalike of Eric Rowan that might have attacked Roman Reigns. It was rumored maybe it was Buddy Murphy. It was, you know, who was driving the car, all these questions. Daniel Bryan was vouching for Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan was denying it. Um, and and then it finally comes out that Rowan lied to everybody. Everybody. Everyone. Um, okay, it was everything, not everyone, but that's okay. And so uh, well, I'm trying to remember the last name of the pay-per-view, the last pay-per-view that we just had. Was that SummerSlam? The, that was I'm, the Champions, the Clash. That was, yeah, Clash of the Champions. Sorry, brain just died on me totally. Yeah. Um, Rowan then takes on Roman Reigns in a notice qualification match, winning thanks to Luke Harper returning to the WWE. Yeah. So let's talk about that, Phil. Everyone's like, oh, he's definitely going to AEW. You know, he's, they're not going to use him. Least. Let's be real. Like, let, I think we even said it on the show, and I really think, I really think that we did. I have to go back and listen. But I said that the fact that they fixed things with Sasha was just going to show that they were going to do this with with uh Luke Harper as well. It uh, I think you Tim knows this a little bit about me. I I am a little bit What the hell was that? You're on. You're on the air. You can't see I anything. apparently hit auto not auto narrator on my laptop or my computer. I don't know how I did that, but that was amazing. Anyway, um so it started to read the Wikipedia entry for Wikipedia. <laughs> Um, wow. What the hell is going on? Um, I was talking about Sasha's relationship being fixed with, with Vince, and now um, Brody Lee's is too. That's where I was. I, I don't remember what I was going to say, but, you know, everybody was questioning on what's happening, who's doing what, who's going where. Um, you know, was all of this a big ploy? Maybe not. Um, you know, was Luke really unsatisfied, unhappy? Maybe not. It, who who knows? And when you're competing at that level, yeah, you know it's it's hard because you're at that level. But then where else do you go? And there's as limited as the opportunities are to even get into the WWE to then be on the main event level. Those many spots are even less as as open. And some of it's for a legitimate reason, mm -hmm. which is what some of the complaints are now 
about like Hell in a Cell and 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 Monday Night Raw this past Monday Night Raw, for example, the biggest rating spike they got on Raw was the segment with Flair and Hogan. And and people seem to be surprised by that in one respect. And in another respect, they were like, that's because WWE hasn't built any legitimate stars. And it's like, but they split so much of the difference yeah. inside that main event sphere where for eight years in the WWE, it was Hogan or nothing, you know, for, for, and it was Ric Flair forever in WCW. And, and that's not a bad thing, but the time has changed. Yeah. WWE has built up their talent a lot differently because they saw when they built up people like a Steve Austin, a rock, uh, John Cena, that then they were going to have other opportunities at other places, whether, you know, primarily now in Hollywood. So if they rested their morals on just one or mores, I should say, on just one guy mm. to be the heavy lifting guy, what happens when that guy leaves? And they haven't built up that next person up. So they, they have yeah. spread the wealth a bit. Um, they do have Roman Reigns as that, you know, as one of their main carriers. Daniel Bryan is always sort of a fan I don't. I'm not hesitant to say he's a fan favorite because right now everyone kind of hates him at the same he's time. He's a name brand, is where you're getting. He's a name brand. That. There you go. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so for Luke Harper to be like, I'm there, but I'm not there, is understandable. At the mm -hmm. same time, okay, then who then who loses their spot or who goes elsewhere? Um, and you know, and I hate to say, I we might have even joked about it a a, a couple years ago now when it was the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and it's like whoever wins loses. Yeah, they do every single time. It doesn't make any sense. Like, how do you get the trophy then and then have it go right back to the beginning? You know what I mean? But I think that also with answering that own question is a lot of the times back before they were – they they really were kind of just spreading out that the, like all the championships to everybody. That way they could say, "Oh, the Miz is a three time Intercontinental Champion, and Sheamus is a former uh, World Heavyweight Champ." You know what I mean? Not not taking anything away from them, but at a really early stage in their career. So it, you know, it's it's kind of the same thing that they did with that Andre the Giant deal. But but yeah, I mean, I think that they're learning their lesson, especially with the new people that they have in charge of the main shows and everything like that. I think that. It's going like, like people are gonna start feeling more complacent and happy and stuff like that, especially in a time where, um, as Greg is saying here, that it's a great day to be a wrestling fan. It is. It is such a great day. Did you like how I ended that sentence? Because I really liked how I ended that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great day to be a wrestling fan, Tim. Um, thank you, Greg, for shining. That was in a there. sweet segue into you being able to say whatever you said, and I was trying to not be super, super like, yeah, I killed that. And I just totally did. All right, but continue. Medicine yeah, is working. You know, Medicine is working. There's a trend that you have, Tim. There's a trend. Maybe this is your intervention, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> bring the bring out the life. <laughs> We're gonna talk. Why is um, all, why are all these chairs set up in a circle? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tim. Yeah. So in this tag match that now we have totally derailed from. Yeah. Um. And we're going to get back to, yes, of course, it's a great day to be a wrestling fan. It's a great week to be a wrestling fan. Um, it's always good to be a wrestling fan. Always. Um, so we do have Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns taking on Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Uh, Bryan is now upset with Rowan, um, you know, previously upset with Roman Reigns. Can Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns survive a team unit of Eric Rowan, and, Eric Rowan excuse me, and Luke Harper? 
Um, well, <laughs> um, the question here, Phil, is that will Roman Reigns be able to survive all three of them when they put that band back together? That old Wyatt family band that they had. Because that's what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to join up with The Fiend. No, not with The Fiend. I'm just saying the three of them are going to have a, 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 a threesome. Not not like a not like a threesome. <laughs> but like they're gonna make become a trio, Phil. They're gonna it's actually a, a swerve, and this will be my half point, so I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with uh Brody and Luke Harper. But the swerve is that they're gonna do the Eric Young and Kevin Nash versus uh the Wolfpack and TNA finish where where Daniel Bryan's gonna turn on Roman Reigns and then join the other two sort of deal. So that's my half point for this. So Daniel Bryan turns and yeah. joins Luke Harper turns on and Eric uh, Rowan. Joins Rowan and Luke. Okay. Rowan okay. and Luke. They should go as Rowan and Luke. <laughs> it it sounds too almost Star Warsy. <laughs> um and just for the sake Ew. of it, I'm going I'm going I Daniel. am your father. Uh, I I am not going to disagree with you about. That I'm your father. You're not going to disagree well, that, with me that I'm that, your father. That, <laughs> that too, Tim. Uh, I'm not going to disagree uh, with you about Brian turning on Reigns. Okay. But I think they're going to win the match. Yeah. I do, and I think then after the match, we'll we'll see other shenanigans between. All four. I think all four of them. Yeah. Are the moment. I I'm not. I think that's a good, even better move because you know Brian will be like, yeah, I'm a competitor. I like to win. You know, that 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 could be a sweet line that he says in the promo. So I like that, and I like how you put it on mute too, so that nobody can hear you typing. That was really that was a good move. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, no, no. I just wanted to. Like, I don't know if you're over there being like, mm-hmm, but nobody can hear it because you got you had it on mute. I was coughing a bit. So oh, okay. All right. I was trying to be sick? a professional. Damn. No, I, I like I'm it. At the, I appreciate I'm at it. the tail end of a cold. Oh, the the tippy tail end of the cold? I, I hope so because- You need to cut the, that tail off, all right? The last That's what that means. Three times, the last three times I've gone to Iowa and come back, I've had two of those three times I've had pneumonia. So I'm hoping like I get whatever is in me out before tomorrow. There's a lot of farms in Iowa, right? There is. Yeah, so could it be just like- like cow shit getting into the air and then going right into your throat. Is there a way? I, I no, that's a thing, Phil. I I, do, I would not. That think is so. a farmer thing. Look it up. City. Google it. I, I I'm not gonna Google cow shit in my throat. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag Damn. cow shit in my throat. <laughs> Please, everybody, in the comments down below, whether you're watching us here or on the YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash 4674 or watching us on Twitter. But, Phil, where else can people listen to us if um, for this podcast if they, if they can't do the whole show right now? They can listen to us on Stitcher, on Apple uh, Podcasts, on Google Play, on iHeartRadio. I'm forgetting all the other places. There's so many places. Wherever, Wherever you, can you can find your great podcasts. <laughs> Phil, it's like all- us. Oh, this was a fantastic little live read. Impromptu that we just did right out of the gate here. 
Not bad, Phil. Phil. Okay, yay! Score one for us. Score five for us. Wow. We each get five points today. Yes, five it's points. Now, We're at tied one. 13-13. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're hating this today. Why are you hating this whole thing? <laughs> I am just... I don't know, Tim. What is... <laughs> I feel like one thousand points for Phil. Phil's I, the ultimate champion. Yeah. Way to knock I, the game, I, Phil. All right. I, my rhythm feels weird and off, and I'm sick. And <laughs> you know, John goes. Thinking. John goes. It's like pink eye for the throat. Oh, <laughs> oh nasty. Oh, so good. That's so bad. Not bad, John. Like, Tim. Phil. How about our semi-main event, Tim? A semi-main event on this three-match card. <laughs> semi-main event, Tim. <laughs> that should be my name. What can I can that be my nickname? Semi-main Tim. event, Tim? <laughs> I'm just gonna shrink it to semi. Oh. <laughs> and then uh and then yeah, then then I'm gonna be blacklisted from Twitter, right? <laughs> when they once my name goes from yeah, that's something that the WWE would do is they would now start me as a uh, as semi main Tim, and uh, change it to semi, and then and then let me go for sexual harassment or something, so something stupid. No, okay. What's your, what's your semi main then, Phil? Stay on track, it's will you? Hell in the Cell match for oh. the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Oh, okay. Who's in this one, Phil? Your champion, Becky Lynch, defends against the boss, Sasha Banks. Yeah. Sasha's got a bus now, too. She's got a, a bus? She's got a brand new hairdo and a bus. Like a a bus? Like a... Like a bus. Like, like a... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bus. She has her own WWE supplied tour bus. No shit. That that's a pretty boss move. If you ask me. Yeah. You have a sound they were gonna hit. I was looking for a sound, but keep going, Tim. So how did we get here, Phil? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm like trying to do three things at once. Um, all right, all right. So uh Sasha became a crybaby. Let's, let's start that. So Sasha returned. On Raw, beat up Natty Nightheart. Sasha comes out to save Natty. Um, they face off for the Raw Women's Championship at Class of the Champions. Um, the match ended in a disqualification. Uh, for, and the win was for Banks, but Lynch retained the title since they don't change hands over a disqualification. After the match, the two brawled through the arena. The next night on Raw, Banks challenged uh, Becky Lynch to a rematch, and Lynch accepted. Nice. And, you know, they're continuing their hatred and rivalry this past week on Raw. Brand new set on Raw to start off premiere week. Um, yeah. The yeah. season opener of Raw. Uh, there was a brand new set. Man comes out, watches uh, uh, Sasha Banks match, tapes herself up as she's watching the match, like, as if she's going to run in. They get into another little fracas. Um, so now, going into this Sunday, it's Becky Lynch, uh, the current reigning Raw Women's Champion, against... Sasha Banks. This is gonna. This is a really hard match to call. I mean, let's let's think about it. Like, uh, I I just don't. I you know, is it? Do you feel like it's time for for a change on that belt? I feel it's gonna 
come. I don't know if this is the time for it. It like this. It's not the time for it. I'm going. I'm gonna just go ahead and call it Becky Lynch. Um, See, I like I th- that idea too. I like that idea too. With um, with you know her obviously being on the cover of the video game that just is coming out this month. Right. But the part of it that I don't like is is you know with the whole season opener and they have to really make some serious changes as far as um as far as their competition that they have now. They're turning up the heat, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit more. Um, with Raw and how they opened Raw this past week, but but to the point of are they going to keep the belt? On the cake her? was stiff. <laughs> okay. Um, if they if they are they going to change up the card this time? I uh I would say I think so. So I'm going to go against you. I'm going to go Sasha on this one. Okay. Because I think that I think that they're looking for a change, and as we always say, or as I always say, the money. On these, on all this booking is the face chasing the heel, and they have a good enough heel for them to do it now with Sasha. You're not wrong, and they got a lot of juice out of the. Um, they did a Sasha mini documentary, mm-hmm. um, like what happened to Sasha after I think it was after Clash of Champions, and it was you know her story of, um, you know I stepped away, and it was really rough to see what people thought. There was these stories of. I collapsed in the lobby of the hotel, but if that happened, we live in a cell phone age. Nobody caught it on camera. No Nobody one did. Nobody caught it on the cell phone. No one reported it to the police. Right. You know. And so, no, at any point. Good. No, I'm, 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 I'm just razzing. Continue. I said there was nothing. There was any. There wasn't anything. You know. Right. Um, and I was surprised that they actually talked about her husband um yeah. who also works for the wwe in a non-wrestling capacity um kid kamikaze that, right right kid kamikaze love mikaze um and i only bring, bring that up because in in a way that you showcase some of your talent making them um single and attainable um is always been sort of something that they've kept hidden and protected a little bit and now they're talking about oh she's married now yeah. and it's like does that like help to distinguish her as this individual um, and how she operates? Um, she talked about just having to find herself and and trying to make it back. It was tr- all, and it was and it really was about showing her as the sympathetic person and that she had to combat just her inner self, inner emotions in order to make this comeback happen. Yeah, yeah, that's the narrative, Phil. That doesn't. I, I don't think that that's completely real. I think that that was just her trying to make have it so that she was trying to save some face, you know. And and it and they. I mean, they covered it well. It does not ever say like I left because I was dot dot dot. It doesn't say like I left because I was ha- unhappy with this decision or it was a lot of like I had to find myself. I had to deal with myself. I had to deal with the things I was thinking about. I, you know, I, I haven't heard my own name in five years. I had to, you know, I, I know it was, I think it was longer than that. Yeah. Everyone calls me Sasha. It sounds um, like they hired a good fucking writer is what it sounds like to me. And if they did, I mean, great. It, yeah. it did come off really well and showcased her in a great light and, and gave a little bit more to the reveal of her return. So it yeah. was, it was interesting and nice to see. The problem is that there's a lot uh, because of the production value on those sorts of things that they do. It's so high and it's so good that it just makes it so that um, 
so that we have deep in our hearts, since we're so, so fucking big wrestling fans at the end of the day, that it makes us uh, believe that there's some sort of truth in some of the ni- the things that they put in there, and that's why I'm that's why I'm trying to be as as you know opposite as possible, saying that yeah, you know what the, what we had known from dirt sheets and everything like that very well could be true. Known, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but it could very well could be true, or they're just trying to just spin the narrative so that we never think about that again, because that's that like they do that shit all the time, you know, and that's all right. I'm trying to get at. Yeah, uh, my my brain started to go down this whole path of dirt sheets and you know people talking smack and things that they don't know about and rumors and why things happen and you know do they know Dave Meltzer and you know all that kind like of like for weird. instance th- and this one just popped in my head so we can say whatever it is, but like you know they announced this week on the dirt sheets that John Morrison quote unquote is coming back to the WWE, right. Because what if it was an insane deal where Johnny Elite shows up on AEW because they put the fucking news story out? Do you think that that could happen? I I think we're in this crazy age where anything anything can happen, and I can't remember. Like Chris Jericho was like, "Oh, if he's coming in, why don't we do this? Because that'll that'll make some speculation." And and I can't remember if I talked about this uh, on this show, but like, there were so many creative people in the WWE and AEW and all sorts of other places who do things like this, like people putting out false stories to put themselves over in a different light it happens all the time. It's happened in, in the entertainment industry forever. That's forever. why people hire, that's why people hire publicists, for example. Um, and, and then in, in the W in the wrestling realm, it gets crazier. Um, I remember, um, I don't know if I should say. I remember uh, when OVW was a WWE developmental territory, mm-hmm. and there was all these stories about how horrible of a person somebody was in particular. That they had all this ego. That they never helped. They never did this. They never did that. Bill and I knew some. Uh, no, no. H <laughs> <laughs> wow. an OVW developmental talent, not a. Oh. Um, and I remember I knew somebody down there at that time, and as we talked, I brought up that person's name, and they were like, "Oh my God, I love him." And and he's great and da 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 da. And I was like, you know, how is he to like work with and like is he really like you know helping everybody with everything like cleaning up the place and da 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 da. They're like, oh my gosh, yeah, he's the first one to grab a broom and sweep up the floor. And it's yeah. like, oh, okay, That's I mean, weird. awesome. Yeah. Um. And I in my brain I was like, I can't believe I was dumb enough to sort of buy this weird narrative that was out there about yeah. how somebody was inappropriately acting but yet still had a job. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's so, like, who could have put that out there? You know. Right. Exactly. Hello, Jonathan. How are you? So, Tim. Yes. Are you ready, Tim? No, because we got to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. Let me hit the button, actually. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Tim, what'd you do? Did you break the show again? Emotional consideration paid for by the following. Can't finish the show in just one sitting? No problem. Listen to this in past episodes of the Tim Zabriskie Show on demand on all major podcasting networks, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. It's perfect for the ride home. It's time! It's time! It's made up! 
you owned a DeLorean time machine that afforded you incredible access to amazing adventures, would you risk losing it all to attempt a speed record? Probably not, but I did. Join me and the mayor himself as we take you through the journey of building and then racing an infamously temperamental car, hoping to make it the fastest DeLorean in the world. Tell the story. It's my brother. <laughs> Two? Then why tell the story? He's the one who sent the video that I put on Facebook that 7,000 people saw. All of that was a lie. I gotta put myself in danger? Babe. Yeah. What shirt are you wearing? Tim's of Risky Show shirts. They're sweet, right, Phil? They are sweet, Tim. I know I know you like it because I see that you're rocking it right now. Bam! Look at that. Phil, how much are these are these shirts? How much did they go for? How much did you pay for that shirt, Phil? I paid nothing, Tim. <laughs> yeah, because okay. I'm on the show, Tim. Yeah, that's right. Now now. <laughs> How much? Uh, how much does everybody else have to pay, Phil? Five thousand dollars, Tim. <laughs> Is that why no one's buying them? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, no, that was great. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> I just got worried that the uh, the video just repeated itself, but oh, <laughs> because no. you said it again. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Five thousand dollars. Oh, put a little reverb on you, Phil. Hold on. Wait. We'll uh, we'll do it. What? Uh. <laughs> All right. Tim is breaking the show again. Thank you, Jonathan. All right, now do it again. Five thousand dollars. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Let me let me turn off the uh. I was not a rose <laughs> Sammy actually, I'm, I'm, he sounds pretty cool like that, though. To me. I, I am going to say, like, there is nothing better than having this random mix of Sammy quotes on your phone. When you go to the gym and have your music on, on random, <laughs> forgetting you have transported Sammy quotes on your phone, and then all of a sudden you hear... I was not a rosebud. I <laughs> I don't remember what I was doing. I just started to laugh out uh, loud in the gym. Dude, that's wicked funny. That's hilarious. Wicked funny? I didn't think you were that New England, Tim. Uh, we're 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 close. 
<laughs> for like right there. Oh, that's true. That I is just very said, true. I don't know. Wicked, wicked. That wicked. was wicked funny. Wicked funny. It's wicked funny. Man, we we were starting to get like uh, a little popularity across the country, but slowly but surely, as this podcast continues, different parts of the country are pulling out. Is what it is. Oh no. <laughs> we just ruined sure. our rep in New England, Iowa. Th- I just told everyone that Iowa smells and. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Man. All right, Phil, main event. It is time. You gotta do the squeaky voice. Squeaky voice. My squeaky voice, Tim? <laughs> yes, yes. I don't like this, Tim. Do you like this voice, I need to come up there. Damn. It, it's time now for, for your ham sandwich, Tim. Oh, that sounds creepy. Well, it is October. <laughs> Tim. Tim, this ham sandwich. It's for you. It's for the universal champion. Do you, do you want to be afraid, Tim? Because not only... Because you should be more afraid, Tim, because it's going to be Seth Rollins versus the Fiend. Wow. What else? You got anything else? Or? That was it. Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt, ladies and gentlemen, for the <laughs> WWE Universal Championship in Hell in a Cell. I got to turn my light back on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, so let's let's get into this one here, Phil. I've I've as soon as um Bray Wyatt came back as the Fiend, I've I, I've just thought it's fantastic. The whole thing, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, it's new, it's fresh, it's refreshing, and it's really not that new. It's just the same thing that they've tried to do with all whole bunch of people beforehand. Like, and Phil, there's certain people that they try to do like demony sort of stuff with in the past. Like, who are some of your favorites that they tried to do? I mean, well, if you talk demony, it's Finn Balor when he becomes the demon Finn. Yeah, but he's not like evil. He's kind of like. Okay. He's You're like kind of like, like a cute superhero, like right. I'm the demon. I'm here to okay. I'm here to pull the cat down from the tree for you. Then my last final favorite evil demon was Bray Wyatt when he inherited the powers of the Undertaker and Kane <laughs> for a week. Yeah, a week, Tim. Yeah, and then he gave him a week. He gave him right back. He could have done some cool shit with that, and they could have still could be doing cool shit with that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the fiend does the same thing at WrestleMania. You know, that would be awesome. That would actually be fantastic. What if what if Sister Abigail is really like the sister of the Undertaker, <laughs> and, and, and she's seven foot tall and is a man? And, and Bray wasn't following his sister; it was really the Undertaker's sister, and that's how they're all connected. 
Hashtag I am the multiverse. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be some weird stuff. My brain is a comic book. They're gonna start getting they're gonna have to start getting all d- demonic soon, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, Tim. What did you think of the uh the Ministry of Darkness angle? The whole thing. Well, I mean, because it wasn't just the ministry at that time. Remember, you had the Ministry of Darkness, you had the corporation, you had um I feel like there was another faction I'm forgetting about. Los Bariquas, um, yes. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> um, and I, was that during or at, that was after the NWO. That was d- during the same time. Right. So I'm like, what? It's a, it's a weird the- like main storyline that happened that was like, going on for a while that no one talks about. It's like that part of the whole like McMahon well, they, Austin. The deal. one thing they talk about is the hanging of Big Boss Man. Yeah, which is ironic when you think about what picture. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to <laughs> think about it. Yeah. No. Damn. Actually, yeah. No. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought when they uh for a little while when they put the corporation and the Ministry of Darkness together, the corporate ministry, I thought that was yeah. a sweet time. And then they put the songs together and I was like this is wicked badass. <laughs> <laughs> um I was going to say, uh, I totally lost it. I I feel like, you know, for for this long 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 time that they, it was like they were positioning Bray to do something more, to take that next step, to be this almost iconic figure, and then, like, they kept pulling it away. Yeah. And, and, and I was like, this is weird. Why are they, like, they're right there, they're teetering, and they're doing everything right to m- sort of get him there, but they're not giving it to him. And it's like— Are, are you they talking throughout to th- the years or in the past? Throughout the years, okay, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I do, and I think just over the course of his just as time as, as Bray Wyatt— Yeah, yeah. Um, that he has had so many of those opportunities and then they just kind of seemingly like just kind of went away mm-hmm. and never a bad reason associated. Like I've never heard anybody say bad about Bray Wyatt, like on a personal level, on a backstage level, rumors of things have never been about like how, you know, he always oh, such a jerk and you know, he's doing these horrible things to people's gear bags. Didn't and he, out. uh, didn't he have an affair with Jojo? Was that a thing? I'm trying to. Ma- I was trying to think. Like, I feel like there might have been. <laughs> yeah, a sex thing. they have. They're having like, there a may kid. Have been a sex thing. I, but they're having but, a child together. Yeah, <laughs> it was a real but, thing. Is he having an affair with JoJo? Or did I don't remember? I don't. To be honest, I can't remember. I don't want to speak on that. Yes. I just don't remember. Um, somebody write in the comments. Because right. Phil's but, not. Gonna, Phil's not going to research it right now. <laughs> I'm looking it up like right this ah, second. I'm telling you. I'm pretty certain he had a he had a wife. And that and that JoJo was the. The the road fling that turned into love. Oh yeah, yeah, there was a thing. They had two uh, children, two children together, um, and then uh, she filed for divorce after discovering his affair with JoJo. Yeah, JoJo Offerman. Yeah, so he's uh, got a little bit of backstage awesomeness to him. All right, he kept it in the family. Did he? I don't know. Okay. Um. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna skip. We're All gonna right, skip. phone number, everybody: five one eight three five zero four three one two. Love of God, Tim, you don't. We know are how to still on the air. Why it's personal life with JoJo? Uh, Tim, their kid, their next kid that they're having is named K Nash. Did you read that? Didn't. K Nash. He named his child after Kevin Nash. How do you know that? K 
The letter K Nash. Who tell me about the long lineage of K Nashes in the world, okay? K Nash. Who do you think he named this kid after? Did that even more cements his legacy as somebody who could have a a bigger (laughs) epic opportunity in the in the annals of wrestling and and, (laughs) annals, Phil. Okay, whatever. (laughs) And just hasn't whatever it is. Like we all love Bray. Everybody loves Bray. JoJo loves Bray. And I, I'm hoping this is his opportunity. I know. I know that there are people who are who are mad when they first saw him, not just doing the playoffs. The playoffs thing was like, what the hell is this craziness? Right. Then it was like, oh gosh, this is their next way of burying Bray. And then they turned on the de- they turned on the fiend, and it was like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kind of awesome. Um, once again, in a way that they get- I, I wanna who find out who this writer is, Phil. This really good writer that they put on four like four months ago. Right. And then seemingly, you know, it's all going well. Um, and then people got upset because it was like, wait a minute, we've seen this, you know, ringhouse carnival announcer look, crazy circus pants and joker clown face on the indies for for five years with several different people. And now yeah. now it's the Bray gimmick. And I was like, guys, get over it. Like he's it's his. Move on. <laughs> like Yeah. <coughs> Everybody's and gonna now, take a claim. Oh, he, yeah, because Bray Wyatt must must have watched one of these guys at some point. And and, Jeez. I was gonna take a dig at somebody so bad. Do it, do it. Uh, Baron Corbin is directly named off independent wrestling talent Darren Corbin because one of the WWE writers knew Darren and he pitched the name and then was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, bro." <laughs> <laughs> Um, so like when you say that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I totally would not be shocked actually if that yeah. was, um, but so is now Bray has attacked legends. He's been after Seth Rollins attacked him at the end of raw, um, after a very weird closing segment of raw, right. um, that, that saw Lana make her, well, first saw Rusev return, yeah, um, I I missed. Uh, I only saw the clip of them making out because I know that's yeah. where you're going. Um, but like, how let's, did how did they even get into the ring together? I I didn't see any of that. Let's tell the progression, and I missed a little bit of this. But so what's happening is during the highest rated segment. of What had happened was what had happened um, was uh, the Miz brought out Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, and at Crown Jewel on Halloween Day. Um, it will be Team Flair versus Team Hogan, a five-on-five match between these two teams. Um, Team Hogan will be captained by Seth Rollins. Team uh, Flair will be captained by Randy Orton. Okay. On Team Hogan, joining Seth Rollins was the returning Rusev, and then on the stage, <laughs> out comes um, Bobby Lashley, right? Who's like, "Hey, I have somebody." Too. Out comes Lana. They proceed to make out on the stage, um, and then lights go out, and you see Bray Wyatt attacking Seth Rollins with the mandible claw. <laughs> Jesus. It was weird and surreal. All I can think of is Bobby Lashley in the back, like, Hey, girl. Lana, if we're going to do this angle ride, baby, we got to do a little bit of practicing. 
Girl, we're gonna have to do a little bit of uh, making out. It's it's like they they're trying to hash <laughs> the Deborah McMichaels gimmick. Yeah, um, they're trying to give it to him. I'm just saying. <laughs> not giving not I'm I, Deborah, not not Mongo. I'm saying <laughs> for her, for Lana. Um, yeah, oh, no. All of a sudden, Deborah comes back too to be with Bobby, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, moving uh, on, moving, moving on. on from that one, um, you know, meanwhile, Seth has been trying to fend off attacks saying, you know, he'll face anybody. Everybody um, issued the challenge to Bray Wyatt. Obviously, Bray Wyatt has accepted. So now it'll be the fiend versus Seth Rollins. Tim. Who do you got? I don't know, Phil. I, I, I really want it to be Bray. I, <laughs> I do. What are they going to do with Phil? Let's look at the business. Let's think about everything that's going on right now. L Elite Wrestling, Phil, AEW. I know we're not supposed to talk about them on this show. Yeah, we can't today. We're we can't today. We're, we only have three matches. But All Elite Wrestling, Phil, they are being backed behind how fantastic and how athletic all of their guys are and how they all do all these really cool things, Young Bucks and... Kenny and all these guys. That's what the basis of the the whole match is. Who do they want? Who does the WWE want on their side to really have that same credibility? So then Bray Wyatt, or not Bray Wyatt, and then Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? They want someone that does all the Asha Pack stuff for all the, all the you know promotional material and whatnot. They're gonna start pulling out soon. So it's it's. It's weird and interesting to me that I think we've seen teases of more kind of adult content in the WWE. Not yeah. like full out, not the way it used to be, but just like these little sort of hints. You know, the closing out Raw with Lana making out with Bobby Lashley on the stage. Um, you know, we saw a little bit of of moments where like, oh, a production guy walks in on, um, um, oh my gosh, why did my brain just totally have a moment? Um, Anyway, you see production guys walking in on, on some of the lady talents, female talents. Um, you, you see all sorts of different things that it's like, I don't know. Say if it this slow, would, Phil. I couldn't. I can't remember the name. My brain <laughs> has totally, like, forgotten names. No, I'm it's saying totally... I'm saying talk about the storylines because I, uh, I put romantic music on behind you. Oh, so, Tim, <laughs> production guys walking in in the ladies' locker room. Tim, Lana making out with Bobby Lashley, Tim. <laughs> the Fiend carrying his head in a lantern, Tim. <laughs> that that might not be romantic. But you gotta uh, let him know how his mouth was. <laughs> and then he's jamming his feet. I mean, okay. Oh. And... Wow. To then do a mandible claw, Tim. Just a mandible claw. Right here, yeah. pressure, <laughs> and it hurts. And it hurts, yes, yes. We got that, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm dying. I'm totally dying. Um, so, like, is is the opportunity for, you know, Bray Wyatt to become this, like, demonic uh, champion, an opportunity 
uh, you know, could this be a more violent Seth Rollins, a more adult content Seth Rollins than yeah. what we've been seeing? Um, I, I saw very recently in an interview where Seth Rollins was like, uh, it was being complained that not an interview, but an article of opinion article that Seth was kind of getting blamed that he was the man's man, that he was the, that he was he the support. Kind of like, he's like the support character to Becky. It, and to the WWE in many respects that mm. he would be in an interview and they're like, we're going to ask, we're going to ask you a serious question. He's like, yeah, really? Yeah, that's how it is. Thanks. And like would walk away. Like wow. the, that, that was the, actually a very, very fantastic uh, impression. Yeah. I believed in it. That's, that's how you know it was good, Phil. I believed in that, Thank uh, you, Tim. that, that impression you did there. Um, but I think there's a lot of questions of what is substantive. Like it, it and that people were feeling like, okay, we want more from Seth Rollins, but he's in a spot where it's like, what more can he give? Because yeah. if he gives more, then he's in this whole tweener territory of which there's so many now. And it's like, do you really want to kind of go there? You, you Meanwhile, while, while Becky's doing that, and you know, you've built that storyline together. Yeah. So where'd he go? Where exactly. do you go? Yeah. That's the whole thing. Um, so are you going to say, Tim Zabriskie, are you going to go Bray Wyatt? Or Seth Rollins. Oh, man. Am I going to go Bray Wyatt or Seth Rollins? Um, who do you guys have? 518-350-4312. Uh, if you want to join in the deflection of me trying to make this decision, um, feel free to call in. Yeah, phone lines are still open. Um, Phil. The, Tim. The question was, if you if you had forgotten, who's going to go over, Bray Wyatt or... Uh, or uh, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. I almost said Finn Balor there. That would have been a treat. Um, Phil, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins here. I think that um, the whole thing, Phil, is that that they need him right now. He is turning himself into the Bret Hart of of this whole thing right now. You know, really strong workhorse. You know. Moreover to himself than he maybe is on TV, but and I don't mean that in a mean way. Even though, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess there's no way of faking that one. But um, but no, no, I'm just saying. Like, I think that uh, I think that he's the one that's gonna carry us through this war as the the universal champion. Yeah, you know. So I'm gonna go with. Um, I, I I have to agree with you. I it's Rollins. Yeah. It has to be Rollins. Um. I, you know, certainly not the end of what we would see from Bray. I think you're going to see all sorts of level of crazy in this match. Right. Um, you know, I think of, I can't remember how long ago it was now, definitely a, a, over a year when we saw that Randy Orton Bray Wyatt match where they're trying to do videos on the ring and like all sorts of craziness and there's spiders and lizards and worms and craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of me is like, are they going to try to amp that up again? That, it's going to be like full on demonic possession in a wrestling yeah. ring. Um, hell, it really will be hell in a cell. Um, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued in seeing what they do. Um, I, in a way, I'm like, I hope this is not the end of their their rivalry. I think I hope this is just a transition into something more, something bigger. Um, what that is, I really don't know. I can't. I can't say. I feel like there's something more we're not seeing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have to agree, it's going to be Rollins. I know, and, and 
even you just saying that, even though you were agreeing with me, I'm starting to have second thoughts, and that's what the problem is. <laughs> if you want to change, Tim. I know it's like it's like oh, do I change? Do we do it? I'll give you because three the whole minutes. thing though is that I'm thinking about it right now. They are going absolutely dog shit crazy for the fiend right now, you know. So that mm-hmm. so that itself, with the same argument that we're saying, it's just like. Does the fiend become the new sting in this whole thing? You know, if they do this right, they could have that. Right. Where maybe the fiend goes away for a little while after this match. Obviously, we're sticking with Seth. This is how I see it, Phil. The fiend, fiend goes away for a little while now. Now that we got this sweet fucking tease of him in the past four months, um, you know, even though as you said before, they they really set the path. For how how insane the fiend is by doing that really kiddie stuff before, like with uh, and they still do it with you know the the playhouse, the fun time, whatever it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I think that this is the big opportunity for the fiend to really cement himself, and then he falls again, and then we start seeing him in the rafters. You know what I mean? We, you know, he's uh, we just he see like the mask. Sting? Yeah, I see him. Th- becoming sting he's gonna go away he's gonna be mysterious and then when they need that big baby face when some other heel comes around then then he's gonna come back you know the the way they've also done all this stuff with the fiend has been so i mean there's there's very the upfront stuff like there's stuff in the funhouse there's stuff of course him attacking people but then what people keep catching are like Oh, there's there's one of his puppets like ra- like yes. randomly in the set as people walk by. Yes. Um that's an old like, thing they they used to do that stuff all the time. I mean, yeah, but now it I mean, but people are picking up on it now yeah. and so it's becoming like little easter eggs that are like, "Oh, what does this mean?" Yeah. Um and I like that. Like again, I'm a big story guy and like I love that kind of stuff and like I you know, part of me is like, I hope one day like the 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 uh, I think they just killed the rabbit. Um but I, but one of the characters like randomly comes to life and like jumps at it. Yeah, jumps and attacks one of the wrestlers and like, <laughs> uh, you know, evil, evil, demonic Vince boss puppet. I don't think they call it the Vince puppet um, uh, starts attacking like, I don't know, Buddy Murphy. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're both going Rollins, Tim. We have our three matches, Tim, for yeah. Hell in a Cell, Tim. Yeah. And all Elite probably has started by now, right? Is it that, has 15 it... minutes ago, Tim. All right. Well, then fine, Phil. <laughs> Because it's Wednesday night, dynamite. It's dynamite. So what, dynamite. What song do you want to hear us out for it with? Staying alive. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, you know, I was digging our entrance music. I was really digging it. The the back in black. Yeah. Uh, the like monochromic eight bit music. Oh, I you was want digging. you want that again? I was digging it. Yeah, I can get you that, Phil. Or should we play it? It's TNT. It's Dynamite. It's TNT. It's out of sight. It's TNT. Yeah, well, well. I have a feeling it's called It's Dynamite, but I don't know where to go. All right. Yeah, I was definitely typing TNT. You know where I'm at right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. ACDC. Come on. Don't be so fucking difficult. Nope, this isn't it either. This is the wrong one. All right, Phil. I think I think they've had enough of us. Up. Oh, wait, Facebook is calling. They said they said we're done. 
All right. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you so much for stopping by. And uh, make sure you follow, like, and subscribe either here or on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TimmyZ4674. Um, and, Philip, they can't find us here. Where can they listen to us in the car? They can listen anywhere great podcasts are found. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, everywhere you find great podcasts you can find. Uh, the Tim Zabriskie Show. That's right. <laughs> and uh, if we don't see, see you, catch us outside. How about that? No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>